Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Lame Book Club podcast. My name is Melissa. I'm Ellie. And today we are starting the last novella in Assassin's Blade, The Assassin in the Empire. And then next week we jump on to Throne of Glass. I am so excited. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. These novellas are great, but I'm really, really excited to start, like, jumping into the meat of the story. And I know. I will say this. I think I might have said it already. Who's to say? I say a lot of things multiple times. So honestly, <laughs> we're all friends here. Get used to it because I'm going to repeat myself so often. Um, but because of reading Assassin's Blade first, I really enjoyed Throne of Glass and Crown of Midnight. I feel like if you don't read it first, a lot of people say those books are really slow. And to be fair, like compared to the last books, they are. But I haven't. I read them before I read the last books. So, like while I was reading them i was not bored i wasn't i enjoyed it you know and i have a thought on that and it is this it is as follows (laughs) i think that throne of glass and crown of midnight you don't really get attached to selena but in assassin's blade you do so now that you're so like heavy-hearted and attached and love her you're excited to see what happens next to her Whereas well, it just like it makes you start sense. with like, that you're like, eh, she's okay, and then she grows on you at, around book three. But if you're already invested by book one, the story's better. It so is, and yeah, you we already got like character growth from Selena, mm-hmm. so it's just so, now now with the story we have a developed yeah. character in our mind already. <laughs> mm-hmm. So all, right. all to say, I am very much team A B first. I was very on the <laughs> fence about doing it. I was very nervous about doing it. But boy, did that pay off. Good. I'm so glad. I think you sounding, it sounds like you had a better Throne of Glass experience than I did starting out. So I'm a little bit jealous. But, say well, la vie, as the French say, sous la vu. As, <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I know you've already read it, but now you're kind of getting like a pseudo experience of reading Assassin's Blade first I since we're doing the podcast in that layout. I am crying. Every week I'm crying. Every day yep. I am crying again. <laughs> but I, that's not every... from Assassin's Blade. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But 99% of it is in this, well, and okay, 50% of it is and 50% of it. <laughs> It's is Crescent, Crescent City. City, man. Oh, my gosh. I finished. Everyone, I finished. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm going to take back what I said on my last episode of assuming that I will finish Throne of Glass and Crescent City before Ellie finishes Crescent City. Um, I do think that she's at a pace now to where I probably can't keep up. Um, but I'm also... All of a sudden, after page so many 400, it got good, guys. I Honestly, I know I've been saying, like, oh, it's better. But I think I was lying to you all just to, like... <laughs> be now like an better. sjam fan but oh after page 400 i am telling you right now i could not put that book down i was like this is maybe one of the best books i've ever read so it does hold up i think i didn't put it as my number two sjm book ever but thus far i've put it as my number three it started off as five and then i slept on it i woke up and thought i can't get over it it's bumping up i forgot what your i know number one is akamath obviously what was i forgot what was your number two kingdom of ash <laughs> oh yeah okay so well good. stop right there because i haven't gotten there yet so that's all and <laughs> that's all we're gonna say about that all right and okay let's jump into our little intros weekly recap how was your week what'd you do oh my gosh it was good it was very busy yesterday was my youngest daughter's first birthday oh. so happy sad sad that she's not not a baby anymore but i'm happy that i love she's her growing yeah I she's know. the chunkiest little thing you've ever seen in your entire life she is so happy she smiles she's delicious of the time oh my gosh i love her it's the best i know me too obviously but anyways yeah so we're having a little birthday party later today actually so that'll be fun um nice. and the rest of my week has just been like gearing up for that so yeah. we'll see my week will either end on a high or it'll be the party will be ruined and it'll suck. Who's to say? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, it's in the I cards. <laughs> my week. Um, I don't think I don't think I talked about this, but I did participate in a murder mystery within the past week, I believe. Oh, yes. And oh, it was the day that I was going to bring the croissants to the party. The croissants. croissants. 
Why I know, did you I said say it wrong. Croissant? I said it wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Really Honestly, no, before we move on, <laughs> I'm going to applaud your commitment to the bit by Thank just you. messing up and Thanks. just rolling with it. <laughs> if that's not my life, in one word, croissants. Um, but that's that was the party that I was going to bring those moldy croissants to. And also, turns out, guys, they did have mold on them. And I did <gasps> not bring them to the party, just FYI, because I was like, I'm not going to do that. But I did have a friend over that day who was just munching down on these croissants. And I looked at them and I'm like, guy, these are so moldy. And he's like, uh, I already ate three. <laughs> well, he's still okay, alive. I'll- That's the good news. <laughs> I petition to call them croissants when they're fresh and croissants once they grow mold. <laughs> petition granted. <laughs> Oh, man, that's Um, good. Yeah. So I was the murderer. I got to be the murderer. That was really fun. Uh, We dressed up like 1800s France era. It was. Oh, my gosh. She was was so Bridgerton. It was so cute. But then her husband looked like the villain from the Barbie movies. So. How could I refuse? How could I refuse? (laughs) (laughs) I love those Barbie movies. Um, And other than that, I got back into my regular running routine. So I am doing a six-mile run after this. I'm training Ugh. for a half marathon, and I have to talk about it to everybody I can because I'm obnoxious. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm going to go eat cupcakes after this, so have fun. I'm jealous. Okay, so here's my little intro question. Well, it's actually yours. Do you want to ask it? Sure. All right, Ellie. All right. I'm excited to hear your answer for this. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? You answer first, because I feel like my answer is so prime. You should have just asked the question. Fine. Okay, I think, <laughs> well, one, falling. I don't care how old you are. Everyone looks stupid when they fall. And it's it's always funny, and it's always embarrassing for the folly. Um, but <laughs> it's just funny. It's stupid. Everyone looks dumb. I also, I'm adding a second answer to mine. I feel like no one can look normal eating soup. Like... What? It's the everyone slurps and well, I've never met anyone that doesn't look like a child when they eat soup. I'm gonna disagree with you. <laughs> wow, the awkward silence. Of, just move on. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. What's your right. answer? <laughs> now, but I feel like now that I disagreed with you, you're gonna be like, what? so dumb when i tell you mine so i would like to approach this with a cleansed palate i was about to say i'll have an open mind (laughs) yeah okay here we go when people stand in line with an empty plate in a buffet line (laughs) they look so stupid it's such an ick i don't like it i feel horrible doing it i'm in the same boat as all of you guys but i just am like i look like a idiot the best part Standing here with my empty plate waiting <laughs> i just think it's i think the reason i'm laughing so hard is because it's such a normal thing to do but at the same time everyone looks like a peasant just waiting <laughs> waiting to get their it's rations so i hate also, it wait, how often yeah. are you at buffets not actually like buffets <laughs> but like in weddings or at church events, you know, they always are like, okay, oh, yeah. go up just, and get your stuff. So yeah. I feel like often in a weird way, but I'm not actually at like the Golden Corral every Saturday. I'm, no, not it's for okay. me. You can one be time, honest. <gasps> one time I was, so my dad, he loves um, cheap Chinese food. He prides himself on that. I, my dad is also Chinese. I don't know. I have to tell you that, but I think it's important. <laughs> um, <laughs> it adds to the yeah. story. <laughs> so... Uh, he is obsessed with this Chinese buffet place back home was before this happened to me. And I think grossed all of us out for the rest of time. Um, we're all in line. I'm going to go get a piece of apple pie. Believe it or not, they sell, they have apple pie at the Chinese buffet. 100%. This lady looks over at me, looks me in the eyes. We make eye contact and then sneezes on my arm over the entire apple pie, like selection. I nearly threw up. Was and it a I was customer or was it yes, an employee? No, it, was a cu- it was a customer. Okay, honestly, I'm going to be honest. That's not as gross as I was expecting because it's not, I mean, like, that's not 
the Chinese buffet's fault that they have a disgusting customer. No, it's not the Chinese buffet's fault, but it's just that, like, anyone can just sneeze on your stuff and you would just never know at this point. Those like, are the people that on my eat arm. soup like a toddler. Yeah, absolutely. That, well, see, th- and bring full circle back to what I said. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> just, it was I, gross. I was over it. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've been back to a buffet since. I was like 13. That <laughs> sucks that this random lady ruined the your whole entire family's buffet experience <laughs> at the restaurant. It wasn't even the restaurant's fault. It was just eye-opening of like how much is your food is susceptible to when it's just sitting out for hours to the public. I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that's that. That's something stupid that everyone does. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we have a new review. I'm going to go ahead and read it. Um, this is from Street Tacos for Life. Big fan. Um, also, the title's... A little, I'm assuming it says need a... Well, the title is need a book debrief look. I'm assuming it says look no further, but it just says look dot dot dot. And I can't... I don't know if I'm dumb, but it won't let me expand it. So, anyways, <laughs> the review says... Just getting back into reading and needing to debrief these fantasy books. Loving this podcast and the hosts are entertaining and are not afraid to share their own opinions. Ain't that the truth. But anyways, thank you again. Street Tacos for Life. Big fan of the name and the review. Um, And yeah, if you want us to read your review on the podcast, go ahead. Um, Only on Apple Podcasts does it let you. Um, So go ahead and do it there. But yeah, thank you again. And Ellie. Yeah. Take it away. Um, did we discuss liking and commenting? Is that, was that that? Was that your... We didn't. Um, but also do that. Go ahead. Follow us on Instagram if you don't already. Lame Book Club Pod. Um, like our stuff. Uh, comment on our... Like our stuff. (laughs) Comment on our stuff. Uh, we have a YouTube. You can subscribe there. Also like and comment there. Um, this is like the worst sales pitch. It was, but here's the gist. And let me put it here. (laughs) We'd love to hear from you, and yes. your feedback gives us a lot to work with, and we're excited to talk about books to you. Also, yeah. if you want to talk to us real time, we do have a Discord. Uh, yes. It's in the highlights on our Instagram page. A few people chimed in this week, and we have gotten some pretty deep discussions out of it, and that's been so fun. We've heard some mm-hmm. theories all about different parts of Throne of Glass that I didn't even... I feel like I'm pretty privy to all the theories at this point, and there were some brought to my attention that I was like, oh my god gosh that would make so much sense <laughs> the mass verse so is so much more complex than i think what sarah j mass actually wrote but we honestly are I, I don't know i feel like she thought through every possible thing before yeah. she even considered like writing them all together mm-hmm. and i think it's only a matter of time before we all absolutely lose our minds over the way she connects literally oh. every minute detail so true <laughs> It's a matter of time. Yeah. Okay. So that is that. Um, Discord. It's great. It's a good time. And on that note, Melissa, are you ready to jump in? I'm so ready. Okay. Here we go. The Assassin and the Empire. The timeline given to start the entire novella off is called After. So we start off with Selena riding in a prison wagon, hands tied. Right off the bat, we know that this whole story is obviously not going to end well if the entire like resolution is that she's captured. I honestly it was just really sad. Do you enjoy when kind of like it starts off with like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. And it's like a totally yeah. terrible situation. I think it's different in a show when it's in a movie. They can mm-hmm. like the transitions can be different. But I was so confused. I recognize that it starts with like after and then kind of just goes into it but i literally kept i like went back to the last novella i'm like did i miss something like yeah. and then but because then it just kept i'm and i i like recognize that if i just keep reading it'll probably come together but i felt like it took longer than i would have anticipated for us to get like clarification so i was just like what is going on yeah <laughs> so i think i was more confused than and slightly annoyed <laughs> that I didn't understand what was happening, um, then sad. I, I feel like I knew, obviously, it was just not going to end well. Like, I picked up on that quickly that, okay, whatever we're getting to is going to allude to that this is not a good ending. But 
That's just sad. I was just like, which I just want her to have a win. Um, but I will say, I will say, I love tragedies. I love tragedies more than I think any other story. I don't know what it is. I'm such a sick freak. I just love when things do not work out figuratively and not in my own life. So I had the idea for a story, if I may share. I really Please want do. Taylor to write this story. I think I told it to you, actually. But I think there should be a story where you know how Faze have mates. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't even like where this is going already. So Keep going. I would love for a story to be written. And if there's a book out there, please, please, people send it to me. Where two Faze just absolutely fall in love and you get their entire backstory, maybe even a whole book's worth, and then it does a switch up like Akamoff, but where you just like ultimately fall in love with these two characters and they're so perfect for each other and they're so sweet. But they turn out not to be mates and one of them does find their mate and they try to like reject the mating bond to stay with the other person but it's just inevitable and they just can't like deny it anymore so then they end up staying mated with whoever else and then it just ends up in this tearful horrible ending i don't know i feel like that'd be a really interesting story i like where the mates don't work out for the good of everybody like they're not jams they always have (laughs) but they're not mates that's i I see some loopholes in this story i like what you're saying but i feel like Faye. it's pretty obvious when there's a mating bond i feel like they yeah. wouldn't be able to confuse the mating bond and then on top no, no, no. of that they wouldn't think that they're mates they wouldn't oh. think that they are they'd just be in love just like how fair and tamlin were in love except let's just pretend that actually worked out really well but gotcha. then like they find out that they are mated to someone else because they feel that attraction and that bond but they have no they have to reject it but they can't because they're so tied up interesting mm-hmm. we'll see Can't tell me that wouldn't be a great story it would be people would have a lot of opinions on it i can yeah, say that would. for sure <laughs> that's what i'm here for the people's opinions no i'm just kidding okay back to this um so selena we start off with now the the real story so selena sneaks into the royal theater to watch the symphony from the rafters she's no longer allowed in the box and she's no longer one of Arabin's main people she spies arabin there though with lissandra yikes <laughs> she hasn't spoke to him for a month and lissandra is sitting in her old seat and his arms like around her old seat i just i hate how calculated and spiteful arabin is yeah he is like he knows, the epitome he knows of just doing. well yeah but he's just the epitome of like a human turd mm-hmm. and i'm just so over him yeah. like honestly yeah <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's so exactly what you said, calculated and manipulative and I it it hurts your heart because Selena's such a good person. That... But it's also I think it's less I mean, yes, that's true, but for me too, it's even more like wh- why? Like why does he care so much? And like yeah. honestly, like the like icky advances that he and like kind of like gross comments that he's made could only in my opinion are the only motive because Mm -hmm. he doesn't act like this this like to this extent with any of his other assassins and like he saved sam and like lissandra the same way lissandra sorry the same way that he saved selena so like why i don't it just is so icky and so so sex offendery that I can't handle mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely agree. Like, so everyone after- should get a notice in their mail when he moves into your neighborhood. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. I so that. gross. Um, after the theater, Selena goes back to her and Sam's apartment. Love that they live together. It's so sweet. Uh, she sees that Sam's not there, but she knows exactly where to find him. Huffy, Selena makes her way to the vaults. <laughs> I know, I liked adding that. (laughs) She sees Sam, exactly where she expected, fighting in the vaults to win money. They start to fight, like she and Sam do, because Selena hates that Sam is fighting for money. Verbally. Yes, they verbally... They let's they start to argue, because Selena hates that Sam is fighting for money and endangering himself. But Sam says they need the money. Selena's eyes are open to how much everything just keeps costing, which it's like, girl. But at the same time, the, uh, I don't, the guild I understand. paid for everything for her. Was, Arabin didn't even tell her how much stuff was. He just had it right. sent to her. Like, I don't, that was totally justified in my opinion. I agree. I agree. But it gives 
like a young girl going off to college in New York and saying like, I don't need my parents. I'm going to be independent. And then it's like, whoops, but not costly, but not acknowledging (laughs) that the credit card she uses is paid by for by her parents. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it gives a young girl being cut off and realizing they can't afford life. Um, so they want Selena and Sam want to move away. And Selena argues that they don't even have enough money to move. They both agree that they could if they take one more job uh, from Airbin each. So Selena tells Sam to stop going to the vaults, and he teases her, like, yeah, okay, I'll stop going. But they're <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's exactly what he did. There's... I don't... I'm, like, not good at portraying feelings, I feel like, but just read the book. Sarah is, so that's that's the saving grace. That's all that matters. Um, so Sam starts teasing her. They're so smitten... Uh, and he and she smells her nice lavender soap on him because she like hugs him and smells that. She says, "Don't ever use my soap again," which is funny. Um, I love that about her. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's not real life if you are just so head over heels about someone that, oh yeah, like I want you to use all my soap. That is not reality. <laughs> I love my husband more than life himself. Life itself. But if he uses my stuff, especially when it's like, hey, like, I'm saving this. Or, like, I want to get, like, the most use out of this. Yes. And especially also on top of that, if he doesn't appreciate it the same way that I do. It doesn't matter how much I love him. It's so irritating. Like, yeah. no, you're not allowed to. I love <laughs> you. I'd give my life for you. But you can't use my stuff. It's the same <laughs> exact way when Grant eats my snacks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I bought those for me. If you want them, buy them for you. We share or a bank tell account. Tell me, I'll buy you some separate buy, ones. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but these are mine. Um, where was I? I'm so angry now. Just <laughs> the lavender soap. <laughs> Thank you. So Sam's using her lavender soap. She's like, "Don't ever do that again." We relate. Uh, and then he ends up kissing her. We Very relate. sweet. Um, ba ba ba. The next day, the two go straight to Arabin at the keep and ask permission to be released from the guild bold move they tell Arabin their plans of leaving and they offer to pay their way out Arabin counters with a dummy high amount and selena knows it will literally drain everything she has to buy their way out of his clutches but she okay. still agrees yes which this i was like a little confused by this part because four pages ago they were talking about how they don't have enough money yes. to live but then Arabin knows the number in her bank account and says this number and they talk about how much money it would be i'm like i even in today's economy i'm sure they could have moved with whatever she had in her bank account i know i i also (laughs) felt that way but i think i think the idea that sarah was trying to give us is that i totally understand the idea i just didn't like that it was so like snip snap snip snap right but it was like whatever (laughs) they had to um you pay to move would drain everything they had so they needed money when they got there and i yeah for sure just but it's like how much money do you need when you get there find a job well i don't know that's maybe naive of me i don't know how it works in the medieval times is this medieval (laughs) i don't know i don't know anything let's move on (laughs) i don't know anything i'm yeah i'm gonna stop yeah um okay so selena agrees to paying airman's massive lump sum of money then they go home but sam does not or selena goes home but sam doesn't return until after dinner so parentheses this is the second time that sjm mentioned sam coming home late or not being home does this give you anxiety because i felt like she hit on this hard and i don't know Um, i panic i panic when anybody's like not together i just panic if you don't have eyes no because I didn't because he was upset that she made that decision without just talk like yeah. she just agreed and like without even trying to negotiate more or without trying to um like figure a different way out. He didn't want yeah. her to have to pay all that money. Um so he was upset and I don't know. I didn't think anything of okay. it honestly. I wish I, I know. had. I think I but projected I projected my own insecure not even insecurities but just anxiety onto the situation where like every time Grant leaves the house I'm like Please come home. Please oh, make gosh. it back. I know. I'm so crazy. <laughs> no, but... I... It's so... It is to hear about it, but I do the exact same thing. I think so. we all live the same life, to be honest. So I'm just going to put it out there. We were... It's so wild to me. I, I think I said this to you, like, in a text or something. But it is just so crazy to me 
how no one has any unique experiences anymore. I know. Everything As we started the voicing these things, everyone's like, I do that. And you're like, well, <laughs> but like, I guess I'm a copy like the, paste. It's fine. <laughs> it's like the weird thing. Like, like everyone has. Okay. I say this in with zero judgment. I just literally don't know how else to explain it. If anyone else has a better way of explaining it, I'd enlighten me. I'm all ears. Um, but like, it's so crazy to me that there's so many just like weird people in the world that we all have had interesting experiences that like align. Like I saw this reel, um, where it was just talking about how like, uh, a shared table at a library. So like it, for me, I instantly went back to like in college, like the, everyone just like shares these big tables and stuff and how like just people are so interesting and do like the weirdest stuff and like spill their coffee on themselves or <gasps> are constantly like getting that one. Up. Yes. Where the girl has constantly... to burn all the way down. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a fake burn, but yes. Yeah. And like are constantly just getting up and being like, can you watch my stuff? Like, I don't know. It's just so funny to me that like, yes. And or that's, for everyone example, has experienced something like that. <laughs> everybody like, I guess this is a thing. I thought only I did it when you're on the freeway or driving anywhere and it's raining and you turn your windshield wipers on, but you look left and right to see like how fast is everyone else's windshield wipers and am I being dramatic? Do you do that? <laughs> you're the yeah. only one with it going like full yeah. speed and, and everyone else slow and I'm medium. like, oh God, how embarrassing. Turn it down, hey, Ellie. <laughs> that's my new embarrassing answer. There you go. Also, <laughs> one more like physical thing. I think every girl in the history of the world has a small freckle on the right side of their wrist. Uh-oh. Wah-wah. You don't? I'm not a girl. Oh, no. I heard it here first. Wait, the right wrist? Like, which wrist? Right here. The right, the right side of your wrist. Small freckle. Oh. No. No. Oh. Everybody I've met so far has one. Even Grant well, has one. He's not a girl. <laughs> okay. So, no, I every missed me. Buddy, actually. Okay. So Sam left, gave me anxiety. Here we are again. Sam said, Sam finally comes home and he says that he found a client, someone who wants to avoid using the guild because they want Sam to kill. I think I wrote Ion Jane, but I'm pretty sure it's Ian Jane. And his no, sec- it's, I can't remember what it is now. Help Hold me. On. Help me. Hold on. <laughs> I keep reading. I'm going to look it up. Uh, And his second in command, Rourke Farron, they're crime lords of the city. Selena stresses the dangers and how impossible it would be to kill him. Sam insists that this job will get them out of Rifthold, though. It pays so much. He charms Selena and us with sweet talk. And and she says (laughs) she says that she'll think about joining him on this job. Then I'm going to let you find the name before I I did. It's I-O-A-N. I-O-A-N. I'm going to be honest. I don't even remember how I said it. You just forgot the A. I-O-A-N? Yeah, that's what it says online. The internet never lies. I own? Okay. I own? I own? The good news is we only go by Jane after this, so. (laughs) We didn't even really need that, but here we are. (laughs) But now, here's a real glimpse into what it's like (laughs) having a conversation with Ellie and Melissa. Yeah. If you haven't gotten it by the past 30 episodes, That's so true. <laughs> um, this is it. So then things start to heat up in the kitchen, and it's revealed that Selena and Sam have not yet slept together, and she's still Wait, holding off. Yes. Can we backpedal here a little bit? Mm-hmm. I, I will say my spidey senses went off when Sam just randomly came home and was like, yeah, I got a, uh, it's legit. It's going to pay more. And guess what? It's not through Arabin. I was like, bit fat chance this is i was like it's a trap it's arabin setting them up um or something i was like there's mm-hmm. literally no way this is a good idea and so the fact that selena agreed as easily as she did i was like this yeah. is it this is the beginning of some the end the of, of something the end. yes the absolutely. jail the jail cart in the beginning of the book is making a lot more sense now yeah yeah <laughs> especially if he's the crime lord <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> Uh, okay, so like I said, Selena's not for this job. She's stressing, and then things start to heat up in the kitchen because Sam's sweet talking her. They have not slept together yet. She's holding off. Here we come back to my point. 
Um, <laughs> Selena just wants to go slow and enjoy every step between them. It's so sweet. My heart. So sweet. But even that right then, that little line too, yes. again, I was like, something so bad is going to happen. to the end. I'm telling. Yes. Selena, don't in- just jump in. I know. <laughs> don't enjoy it. Just Take advantage of it. life. Like, yeah, yeah. Take it. They Something keep... tells me it's falling from everyone's grasp. Well, and that's so... my next point. They keep <laughs> emphasizing that they have all the time in the world to do things yes. right. And I'm like, but do you? Because no. something's coming. Because if every if you're talking about how much time you have, that actually means you're on borrowed time. I know. So... <laughs> I know. And this, ladies and gents, is the real seed of my anxiety. Because <laughs> Honestly. as I live my current life, I'm like, this is I'm on borrowed time, guys. <laughs> yeah. She really is. Ellie will text me and be like, I have, my stomach's been hurting. What do you think it is? Do you think it's a tumor? I'm like, Ellie, are you hungry? Well, I haven't eaten since three Uh, days ago. Just kidding. She doesn't do that, but. It's rough. It's rough. And I do eat probably too often. Here we go. Back into the story. Again, foreshadowy. Yeah, we already talked about this, Ellie. I just kept feeling nervous. SJM makes no baseless comments. Uh, they wake up the next morning and why are you laughing so hard? Foreshadowing? Yeah, we already talked about this, Ellie. <laughs> you look talk- talking to yourself. <laughs> There's All a right. lot up here. It just has to come out. They I wake know, up the I'm next morning. Just laughing at it. And Selena agrees to take down Farron and Jane with Sam. They decide to take out Farron first and Sam wants to make that kill. Of course, Selena argues that he shouldn't be the one to make it, but Sam pushes harder because he hates the idea that Farron could possibly have Selena in his hands. Because I, I don't know if you're going to go into this or not, but mm-hmm. Farron is like, sad- he's a sadist. He's sadistic. He likes to torture and everything. And again, I just was like, no, sweet baby Sam, please don't. Like, yeah. She, you were number two for, ugh, you were number mm-hmm. two for a reason. Yeah. Um, Just let, let Selena do it. I know. I I felt at least do a team effort. You know, let yes. two oh, people yeah. be I, there. Honestly, you're so right. I don't know why anyone would do it by themselves. It was just odd that he was like, "No, I'm, I mean, it makes sense in the book world that he's like, I want to protect you, but I'm at, at the same time, she's a better trained assassin than you are. What do you what? Let her come. She's not well, just yeah. like some girl. That's exactly like it's. This isn't <clears throat> Feyre in the beginning of Akatar. <clears throat> like she's not illiterate and untrained. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Feyre. <laughs> I'm not sorry. It's it's her life. It's her truth. <laughs> it is true. Uh, so I I was devastated that he was like, I'm going to do this myself, but also was Selena. So she finally agrees to letting Sam have Farron because she realizes she recognizes a bitterness in Sam's eyes when he's talking about wanting to kill him himself. One that was there before uh before they got together when the glory was always heaped on Selena and Sam got the kind of missions that she didn't want, always second place, etc. I will say, when that came into play, I was like, okay, I appreciate that you're letting him do this. Yes. (laughs) Um, She felt bad, and I kind of deduced this. It wasn't really said in the book, but I felt like this was almost her apology for those times, and a kind of boost to his self-esteem. And it was really cute. I was so in my feels with this paragraph. I was so in my feels. Right? I love Sam. I know. Later, Selena went back to her apartment. Sam was out scouting again, and I have anxiety because, again, it's just like he wasn't there. (laughs) Guys, uh, when she opens the door to her apartment, Arabin is inside. I'm just like, go away. I know. You're such a nat. So toxic. Like, (laughs) speaking of so toxic, uh, the guy (laughs) who started our run club, he put on on Instagram this week during Valentine's Day, buy your girl flowers. If she doesn't say thank you, cancel dinner. She's got someone else on the side. And I was like, that's so toxic. That's so creative. <laughs> um, also, I forgot Valentine's Day was this week. That happened. Yeah, that did I didn't happen. do anything, though. So <laughs> it doesn't we... alter my weekly updates, but that did happen. <laughs> oh. No, got... I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Grant got me this, like book bouquet and for all my oh, book girls that is the move if you're that was a book lover if you, oh my if you do follow us on instagram and you saw our instagram stories that was grant is really working on himself he's graduate he's made some big moves since the meat and cheese days and yeah and now you know what he's just centering it around my like creative outlet so from you know the little 
the what's it called the what? embosser thing for your oh, books yeah. it says like ellie's library he got me one yeah. of those the signed copy this book bouquet he's really getting it when he when it, it just he has to revolve around the creative side and not my yes. hungry side of meat and cheese <laughs> is what that is it only took him seven years to figure it out i, know. But it, I would say it's worth it at this point <laughs> i know Trial so, and error. <laughs> he's getting there. He's getting there. It's so much better. <laughs> Selena makes tea, and Arabin asks her why she thinks it's a good idea to dispatch Jane and Farron. He tries to talk her out of this idea because Jane and Farron are lethal, and he says if a client offered him the glass castle itself, he still wouldn't go near this offer. Now, here's a question. Would you, knowing Arabin's potential motives of like wanting you to stay out of this because it would give you money and you could leave him, like, would you heed his warning or would you be like yeah it's not worth it that's the same thing um (laughs) um, that's true (laughs) but it's okay because i knew what you meant um i would that would make me want to do it more because i Mm. am an enneagram eight if like the bane of my existence is suggesting that i don't do something because it'll give me liberty and capital to like get away from him Mm -hmm. okay yeah sure Arabin. i'm not gonna do it <laughs> like i don't know i play things safe. i would I fall- think i would not do it i but i want to <sighs> get away from him so i don't know I it's would a lose-lose a honestly lot. it's a lose-lose because you do what i suggested and potentially fall into a trap of sorts or you don't and you just have him run your life forever like if oh, he- i hate it I he clearly can do whatever he gets into. Like, he can get into her apartment. He knows her. I, I'm assuming he probably has access to her bank account at, in some capacity because he knows how much money's in there. Like, mm-hmm. he just has his hand in everything. And I just, to me, it's like the risk is worth the reward. Or the, the reward is worth the risk of pissing him off because, <laughs> ugh. Yeah, I, I. I think I would take the risk. After hearing you say that and then thinking through my own self, I would take the risk. I would not want to be enslaved to this man any longer for one more second. Literally I couldn't not. stand it. Actually, I think I would choose option C, which is pretending like I'm going to listen to him, mm-hmm. but actually also kind of listening to him because I wouldn't take this sketchy deal. I would somehow figure out a different way to make money and then sneak off. I'd get like a part-time job. I, would just... I don't think Selena is built for a part-time job. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. <laughs> okay, Erevin asked Selena if she really trusts Sam. So he's kind of changing angles here. Like, well, if you're going to do the job, like, think about this. Can you really trust Sam? He asked her if she's told him the truth about where she came from. And she ignores the question and tells him to get out of her house. Did that cause you to pause? obviously it did supposed to in my opinion and yes and i but i so i'm racking my brain about like what all this could possibly like Mm -hmm. what do you mean where did she come from how does she not i mean like we know that he found her but like yeah what what could she have possibly come from that's gonna be this juicy little secret so i didn't know that this was in here that he alludes to she's not from uh rifthold yeah. And Taylor comes out with these insane theories. And I'm just like, this is baseless. How are you coming up with literally exactly what happens in the story based on nothing? Yeah. And I, now that I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, well, I probably would have gotten there as well. Or maybe did get there if I... I mean, I assume that she wasn't from Rifthold, but I... Mm-hmm. Well, she I says, mean, the... take my body back to Terrison, to Sam, in the last... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, oh, that's so true. I forgot. We already knew mm-hmm. she was from Terrison. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely wanted to know more, but I'm not Taylor. I wasn't jumping to conclusions either, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, Arabin says what? he loves her. Like, I've always loved you. It's, I've always loved you. Boy, Again, here we come with the creepy ew, comments. So creepy. Red flag. And Alert then he your says, local postman. We're <laughs> getting some new flyers in the mail. <laughs> then he says... He did the bad things. He did the bad, bad because he was mad that she picked Sam. What a manipulative uh, there, bastard. There is no oh, other word for it. So I just, he is the bane of my existence on like uh, coming. This is like, I know, I know this was written before uh, the Court of Thorns and Roses series, but because I read A Court of Silver Flames before I read these books, to me, mm-hmm. 
this like villain arc is so redemptive for the like joke of the villain story that was in that book mm-hmm. and it, i just <laughs> Sorry, we love Allen. to yeah honestly <laughs> we love to hate that like a yeah. person yeah like we love to hate varish we love in um iron flame and love to Fourth hate Wayne, love to hate Tam- like so i'm i except him i don't know if i love to hate him because he's so icky but i do also love it at the same time <laughs> yeah well then you love to hate him that's it no is no what no it is. but yes, but yes. <laughs> So then he asked her to stay in Rifthold, essentially like alluding, stay for me. Just stay. She's like, no. He's like, please stay. What a gross. No. I also have to check myself and remind, like, he was super young when he found Selene. He was like 16 or something when he found, he's only in his 30s. He's what? 20 years her senior? No, I think he's let, he's literally 17. If he's 35, you're, okay, you're, he was 18 when he found her then. I mean, like, that's... I, I don't know. That is too He's, much of an age gap. I'm not saying it's, like, an, an okay age. But in my mind, I pictured him being, like, almost 50. And I had to, like, my check mind, myself. Here's how it works, okay? Until you hit 21, 20 to 21, a 10-year age gap is unacceptable. 20 to um, 21... No, it's no, more no, acceptable, no, no. But let me let me stop until you, you there. hit twenty four, a ten year age gap. Yeah, twenty is still a baby. <laughs> okay, I do agree. I only say that because I do have a friend that her husband is about ten years older, and they got married when she was younger. But but they're, I, okay. they're it's not weird. I was gonna say there. That's like blanket statement twenty four. But there are specific cases. Specific where, cases. Like, let me start. My sister's this is husband not is one of those cases with Arabin <laughs> and Selena. <laughs> My sister's husband is ten year, or nine years older than her, mm-hmm. and they got married when she was young. But my sister has acted like she's 47 since she was 10. So <laughs> it just kind of depends. Have you seen, not that this is your sister, but have you seen the thing that was like, people need to stop calling children old souls and just call them <laughs> weird. Because yes. I was out there thinking I'm mature when I was just a little freak. <laughs> yes, I have seen that. That was hilarious. I love that. All right. all right anyways back to the pervert arabin yeah so let's just recount arabin's misdeeds real quick um yes. takes selena forces her into this pins her against her enemy lissandra for his attention because he it gross like putting himself in that position of fight for me and then forces her to rack her up to a, a pulp yeah the, the forces debt. her to rack up a debt so that she owes him Ugh. literally beats her beats her in the face Sends her off to go <laughs> learn a lesson, face. comes back, manipulates her again, spends her money on her competition to sleep with her competition. It's disgusting. And then is like, but I love you. Who's the but same baby, age as you. her? <laughs> Who's the same age as her and mm-hmm. like is in every sense of the word just like a replacement for her. It was very implied that he was like, I'm doing this to her because I can't do it to you, but I want to do it to you. That's so disgusting. I don't like it. I, yeah, I don't, I'm done. Let's move on. Okay. So <laughs> he's the worst. We can leave it at that. Okay. So yes. then he leaves. Double wise lady. Yuck and yikes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying that. Double wise. Yuck and yikes. She goes to dinner with Sam afterwards, but doesn't tell him what just happened, which, come on. I know. Miscommunication, then, Selena. Know. Miscommunication. We hate it. And then they go home. <laughs> he can tell something's wrong, so he presses. And she, he asks her to just, uh, like, tell her, tell him. She's like, no, nothing's wrong. Then he goes, tell me your deepest secret. I love okay, that. Okay, I loved that. That was so cute. Yeah. But yeah. I hated, here's my thing. If you're going to not if you're going to keep information like that away from someone, commit to the bit. Don't be like, <sighs> and like, but like not be like, and what's wrong? Nothing. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she says her deepest secret is that, oh, <laughs> I put on here. What's your deepest secret? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, so Selena <laughs> says that she is a coward deep down. She's scared all the time. And girl, aren't we all? Amen. Sam says whenever he's scared, he'll say to himself, my name is Sam Cortland and I will not be afraid. Uh, Honestly, yeah. when he first said that, I'm like, 
okay, what in the self-help book is this? I know. <laughs> but, Isn't that so like someone just saying, like, just take a deep breath when you have anxiety? Uh, or, yeah, no, thank no. Thank you. I'm, I'm really worked up. Just calm down. I oh, know. that's what I need to do. <laughs> but, I, will, I mean, I the sentiment was really cute, but I was like, yeah, that was the buildup. <laughs> I know. I thought it was sweet, though, just like, you put it out there, you, you speak it out loud, and that's the energy you move yeah. forward with. And I, I thought, in that yeah. sense, cute. But also, yeah. it did, it did give say, the whole, just go to yoga if you have stress. And you're like, that's yeah. not. Mm-mm. It's not the move. No, I, I did like, though, because by saying that, he is also admitting that he gets scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so that, that he's is t- making her feel like, okay, you're not, like, that's not weird. We, we do a very dangerous job. Like, this is a very normal thing to be afraid about. And you can be broken with me. Oh, that part got me, though. Like, yeah. that concept. Yeah. A couple days later, Sam and Selena start to prep for the assassination of Baron. Sam is planning to disarm his carriage, dri- his carriage drivers with arrows and then shoot Farron himself with one arrow and then again to make sure he's dead. Uh, seems too easy to me. Yeah, this whole job is sketchy because it's just fell into their laps. So we easy. have like this much book left, so something's <laughs> gonna happen. <laughs> They're too happy too early on. Sam reveals that he secured passage on a ship to the southern continent, leaving in five days. Oh, our girl doesn't like that. She agreed to another city, not another continent. Sam tells Selena that to admit that she just doesn't want to leave because of Arabin. He says Arabin approached him in the street earlier that day and told him about his visit to the apartment. He also told Sam, "I hate, I hate him. I hate him so much. Oh yeah, he's just trying to cause issues, and he sucks. He sucks. Double lies, yikes and yikes." (laughs) He also told Sam to ask Selena about where she's from. So dirty. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. However, our boy Sam is so good. He tells Airman that he doesn't care, and tells Selena that when she's ready, he'll be honored that she trusts him enough to tell him. I know. Honestly, at that point, I'd be like, I'll go to whatever continent. <laughs> Which essentially is what she does. I um, know. The right he move. He says, until then, it's it's not his business. And Selena softens and says that she's just scared then uh, and tries Sam's I will not be afraid trick. Sam says that he loves her. Of course he does. Ugh. And then she wraps her arms around him and said, see you in chemistry. No, she says, I hate not Drake and Josh. She doesn't tell him that she loves him back. I, I just know. feel like it's so. Are we surprised come though? On. No. Are we surprised. surprised? We're not surprised, but I'm still upset about it. I know. Uh, the next night, Sam is out on the job taking out Farron. Selena is home packing. Sam should that been- then right there. I'm like, this is too domestic. It is like something is going wrong. This is not. This is, this is too not domestic. What she does. <laughs> So Sam uh, should have been home by now. So Selena goes out to look for him. It's an hour before the agreed upon time of when she should start to look for him, but she doesn't want to wait. Good for you. Although I would mm-hmm. have been there. We love the an anxious queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is silent and normal at Farron's house. Like the lights are on, the guards are out. She figures Sam didn't end up doing the kill tonight and maybe she just like missed, missed well, him. Yeah, cross yeah, paths. Yeah. Uh, she heads back home to meet him. But he's not home. She keeps going at, or she keeps looking at the clock, thinking any minute he'll be back. And he just keeps not being back. Melissa, I was crying when I was reading this. I, I just was crying again. I I hate this feeling. Well, here's the thing. So, I mean, obviously, this entire novella is like set up to be like, okay, <laughs> so something's bad's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But Taylor. I think we're like six pages into the book. Taylor said, Sam's going to die. And I'm like, okay, so baseless. But then I was literally like, how in the actual heck is this real life? And is this happening now? So that was immediately where my thought went to just because mm-hmm. at what I mean, I'm devastated. And I was like, so don't, we sad. don't even know that he's necessarily dead yet, but he's just, He's not home. It's like the not you don't have the closure. I'm so devastated. So my heart literally shatters with every new time that Sarah writes in the book that Sam still isn't home. She's yeah. like eleven. Well, it's like we don't 12. we don't we don't know, but like I know, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> she goes out to look for him again, and this time it's noon when she heads I, back to the apartment. And wasn't all night. he supposed 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I he, can't remember what time was it exactly that he was. She was, or he was. It was to be supposed back? to be something like, like 11, eleven or something. Eleven yeah. p.m. So midnight. He wasn't home. One all the way up to noon the next day. The next day, guys. She had. She goes out to look for him again. This time it's noon when she heads back to the apartment. And uh, I guess I already said noon. Oh, I did say this already. Whoops. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> the apartment is ajar. The door is ajar. She is so relieved. I'm dead inside. She bursts through I, the door. I was like, there's no way. Well, there and there isn't. She bursts through the door, <laughs> ready to scream and kiss Sam, but it's Arabin. And he I just looks at her go and says away. I know. He looks at her and just says, I'm sorry. Farron brought for Sam. Him to be the one for him to be the one to tell her this. I know. Really grind my gears too. Mm-hmm. Like it. Ugh! Keep going. I don't honestly I don't even think I could be mad. I'm mad. Like at the end, I'm mad, but right now, I was I'm just so furious. So I was fuming and so sad. Oh, I can't. I can't even. It's so sad. Um, so Farron thought Sam still lived at the keep, so they ended up leaving his body there as a message. Selena wants to see the body. She's like, I, I will not believe it until I see it. Arabin takes her to Sam, and Sam is absolutely mangled. Farron took his time, and Sam's face is in ruins. She unfastened Ugh. her cloak and put it over Sam. His body still... like sp- this can't. I can't. This is where I always cry. His body still smelled like Sam and the cheap soap that she made him use. Because, oh, that part got me. Because I quote... I can't believe that even a line of like, hey, it, it's a funny little line of like, don't use my lavender soap. Still, yeah. she brought that back to make us cry. Are you kidding me? I know. <laughs> she says because... And a quote here, Selena. She was so selfish that she couldn't let him have her lavender soap. Dude, after that, I was like, Grant, my candy's in the freezer. (laughs) Soap is everything you want is yours. (laughs) Devastated. I Uh seriously, I think every time I think about that, even I will cry. That's my I can cry on command sentence. It is so sad. Selena wakes up in her old bed in the keep. She kind of passed out. She hears Arabin discussing retaliation in the hall outside from her room. She wants to go, but finds that Arabin has locked her in the room. So she picks up the knives out of the floorboard and escapes the window. She runs into Wesley, Arabin's right-hand man, and he tells her to use her head and think. She says, don't you understand? It's, or he says, don't you understand? It's all just a, and then girl, she knocks him out. Like, let him finish. No, I understand. Wesley hates her. Or, Wesley I mean, hates like, her. And why would she... She is on, like, seeing red. I know. Because her boy just got absolutely destroyed I know. by someone. I know. I probably would, too. But in this moment, I'm clear-headed. And I'm like, a clue. And then she knocks him like, out before the clue is said. I feel like we didn't mention this, but she killed the other guy. Already. Another guy. Iowan, Iowan, Jane. No, she didn't. Whoop. Selena goes straight to Jane's house. Or on, she's on fire. There she it is. easily so takes sorry. down Jane. <laughs> um, just throws a throws a dagger. Goes I'm straight like to his neck. Three seconds too far ahead. This entire episode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You're on the edge of your seat, as am I. Um, Jane is dead now, and Selena starts to go for Farron. However, a smoke enters the room. It paralyzes her, and she realizes that for them to know she was coming and have this smoke ready, someone at the keep had to have betrayed her. She is in and absolute who do we denial. Think that is absolute <sighs> denial that it could be Arabin. She's like, it, it wouldn't be. Uh, why do we she's, not think it would be? What? She's the <laughs> only one who thinks that because <laughs> <laughs> that be was us. the first person I assumed. <laughs> Farron reveals that killing Jane was part of the plan, so now he's doing his little monologue, his little syndrome yeah, monologue. His villain. His yeah. syndrome. <laughs> because Selena is paralyzed. He reveals that killing Jane was part of the plan so he could take Jane's place. He's now planning to give Selena as a gift to the King of Adderland in exchange for the King's approval of him as the new crime lord. Selena gets knocked out by Farron and is brought before the king and the other officials for a private trial. She won't say one word until he's ready to announce the sentence. Uh, she asks the king to make it quick, and he decides to give her nine, nine life sentences at the salt mines of Endovir instead of death. And I, yikes. 
that like nine life sentences are you kidding me <laughs> okay oh man but, i mean i don't know i don't know what's better a quick death or at least Absolutely like the chance of potentially death. well i'm not done or the chance to potentially get away and live your life on the lamb if you had the chance to get away yes but endovir is well no 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 no, no. i understand but i'm saying get away on the way there not i not once she's there also we don't know a ton about endovir yet i guess you're right anyways all that i was surprised that he didn't just kill her that's all but then the story would be over so i'm not yeah not all that surprised either (laughs) missed opportunity for him but uh as selena's prison wagon makes it to endovir arabin and farin are watching it turns out that of course they conspired together to kill sam and jane Theron asks why Arabin did this to Selena, and he says because she does. He doesn't like to share his belongings. It's I, like you can't even say anything at this point. I'm just like, you can't. Yep. Go ahead. Yuck. And yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Double wise. Uh, <laughs> Double wise, baby. Uh, so when Selena gets to the salt mines, she whispers to herself. My name is Selena oh. Sardothian, and I will not be afraid. And that is the end of the Assassin's Blade book. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't. That's not Sam. Not Sam. The I only good if thing. Sam, if I mean he had to die, I understand. I do, but I don't at the same time. Um, I wonder if he would replace reese within like the fandom um of just being like the ultimate book boyfriend of any of her books um if we got more of it, it's hard to say yeah. we can't say right now but like if we got as much of him as we get of reese like yeah. One I, of my big things with reese and why i like him outside of just his charm and how sweet he is in in his personality in that sense is that he is so powerful constantly referred to as the most powerful high, high lord. lord that's so true and so i like that all that comes with that is like the respect the adoration the power that no one can even come close to him i like that aspect of him so sam's to me just like a regular guy i think he would be an awesome book boyfriend but to me does not hold a flame well uh, yeah i don't know but I think is he's so much more relatable, though. Yeah. Which is why I'm wondering if, because he is, I mean, he's he's not a normal guy because he's a trained assassin, but he mm-hmm. is more like, I mean, if we're going to compare the two, he abs- he's human. Let's start there. He like, is. He, um, but I just, I think the how sweet he is with Selena and how selfless and how he just is so aware of her feelings, mm-hmm. which not to say that Reese isn't, but... I don't know. I, coming from that place of like she is better than him technically and every sense of the way and he yet he doesn't hold that over her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a complex. He doesn't hold, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know. That so like oh, 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10. You get it. You just get it. <laughs> I saw somebody say that I think it was on Goodreads um that they didn't actually like Sam because they didn't get to know his personality outside of just him loving selena and what he did for selena and so that was hard to connect with him however i would argue that i think that shows a lot of his character yeah regardless because exactly what you said how even though she was put first he didn't hold that over her well that shows a lot of who he is and his character but i do think like we just didn't really get in his head very much we didn't see you know his humor or yeah yeah like reese i feel like we got a lot more of his battle scenes that's so true his friends we saw him with cassian and well uh, we even we got his point of view Mm -hmm. like it's not we did we saw we got three whole books of him for well i mean he's in the last two but he's not really in the last two yeah so all that to say um I still love Sam. Definitely not my number one SJM guy. But no, no, man, no. she Sarah J. Mass really describes like grief well. So in the next few oh books, oh my gosh, I know it's just 
I'm shredded. What doesn't she describe well? She describes grief well. She describes mental health well. Well, aspects of it. She describes falling in love. Oh my gosh, the girl does it all. I mean, <laughs> I know she's she's has must have a lot of life experiences because I know man. But oof, yeah, yeah, we're a big fan, big fan, and that is today's episode. Kind of shorter that one. Is today's episode. I know, I'm surprised that we didn't talk more about this, but I think if we had, I would have cried more. So yeah. I'm glad no, that we did I think it. this is the closest I've ever come to crying on the show, but you don't have me yet. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll get there at some point throughout the series, though. I'll tell you what, if don't we tell ever me. do Crescent no. City, oh, I'll yeah. toast. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Ugh. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great week. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and all the things. And we will be back next week for episode one of, I don't even know what I did to summon the thumbs up, but um, we'll be back next week with episode one of Throne of Glass. We will be posting our Throne of Glass schedule on Instagram this week so that you guys know um, what the chapters are. But if I'm being completely honest, we haven't made it yet. So (laughs) don't have that for you right now, but we will post it on Instagram this week. So check it out there if you want to know what chapters we will be going over. next week in our episode (laughs) yep 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 all right have a great week bye guys bye